Greetings and welcome to Old School Company along with Dr. Clark. Myself is the one and only cowboy. He's doing his audio engineer, keeping everything in the green, make sure we get everything done so we can say it's D-O-N-E, it is done. Old School Company where we do a little thinking out loud, put a little something on your mind, kind of lighten up your day. Today I have a special guest here with me and this uh, Miss Myrtle Russell. And we're going to give you some information. She's going to share some information with you. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat, go ahead on and get your pencil, paper, go, come back and, and listen to the recording. But you need to put this in your life. I'm trying to tell you. We're talking about helphopelive.org. She's going to give you some background on it, how you can participate in it. And I'm just going to let her take off where she wants to start at on Old School Company. Thank you, Dr. Clark and Cowboy, for having me on your show, Old School uh, Company. I am uh, delighted to share some information that I learned about earlier this year uh, as a result of uh, injustice in the uh, insurance business of this state. Uh, My daughter had a stroke. Uh, 2017 left her with some uh, disabilities and uh, we learned about a device that would help her to regain her independence in that her right arm and leg was was affected by the stroke she has no use in her right arm and hand and so um, we learned about this device through her physical and occupational therapist and so we applied for it through the insurance company to get this device. We're denied. We appealed it. Got three uh, denials in the appeal and learned about a company that would help us to raise funds to get this device so that um, my daughter, whose name is Mia, could use it and do some things that she's not able to do for herself, including possibly uh, returning to some form of uh, gainful employment. So I'm excited to share a little bit about this company. It's a nonprofit organization that is specifically targeting helping people who have been denied insurance coverage. And so they strictly... Uh, deal with medical concerns. And so what they do is provide administrative services for individuals who are willing to do the work to raise the funds. So what I'm doing now, myself and Mia, family, friends, and everybody else who's decided to uh, contribute, is raise $60,000 to cover the cost of the device that Mia will be using. This device has been used by veterans and other people who suffered strokes, uh, help them to do some things personally and help them to uh, uh, be gainfully employed. Um, So we're using them and what they do is, again, you do the fundraising. You reach out, they help you to set up a fundraising campaign page on your social media page. So you do need to have access to social media, makes it easier. And what they do is help you set up the page. And once you get your page set up, it becomes a living document for three years 
on the organization's page. Okay. So you send them your story, and I had to write up Mia's story so that they could post that on their page. You send them pictures if you have videos, whatever it is you need that is associated with that person and that disability. And so they set up a page, and they uh, set up, get everything uh, set up for uh, any individual who wants to donate a minimum of $10, but there is no maximum amount, and you go to her page on Help Hope Live, which is H-E-L-P-H-O-P-E-L-I-V-E dot O-R-G, once you get your page set up, you go into that organization's uh, onto that organization's website, type in the person's name that you want to donate to, and then you will be prompted to by a donate button to add the amount of money you want to donate. It has to be by credit or debit card, Discover or American Express, and type in your name, address, and they ask you for an email address so that they can thank you uh, by email for any donation that you contribute. Any donation larger than $250, I think it is, they send you a personal letter by by, uh, snail mail. So that's how that operates, but you have to be sure to make all your donations through the organization. Since we kicked off the fundraiser December 4th, I've had family members in particular who wanted to give to me or Mia directly. And what I've had to say to them is that's not how it works. For one reason is that if I received $60,000 from donations from individuals or businesses or organizations, that money has to be reported to the IRS as my income. Mm. If, God forbid, if Mia received it, it could mean that she would be, uh, her Medicaid would be cut because they would see that as income. And with Medicaid, there are income, there's income criteria that you have to meet. You can't earn over X number of dollars. You can't have in your personal bank account over X number of dollars. So we can't receive that money direct. And even if I could, I wouldn't want to because we're not looking to gain anything personally for this. What we're looking to do is get Mia what she rightfully deserves through insurance. She was working a contributing citizen before she had the stroke and qualified, in my opinion, and most everybody else's, for coverage for this arm. But Medicaid felt that she didn't deserve it. And so it left me with no alternative except to do a fundraiser. But this is not a GoFundMe account. This is not crowdfunding because with those accounts, what happens is two, three years down the road, the IRS comes back at you and says, you raised $60,000. Here's what you owe us. And so 
we don't have to, I wouldn't want to have to deal with that. We're keeping up and tracking that. So this is a great organization. They get a percentage of what you um, donate, 5% goes through to administrative costs. That leaves the other 95% to cover the cost of whatever medical service you are seeking to raise funds to cover. So in Mia's case, for this device, they would get only 5% of that $60,000, and they cut the check to the company that makes the device. If you raise, if Mia were to raise more than $60,000, say she raised $80,000, there's $20,000 left in her account, but that money has to be used for medical assistance. It's, they will pay for transplants, anything medical, they will pay for it. So if you uh, would uh, feel the heart to donate, we appreciate it. I tried, I'm trying the small change approach, and that is get 6,000 people to donate $10, and we got the 60,000. Most of us have $10. The challenge is to go online and donate it and not give it, try to give it directly to us. Or if you don't have access to um, going online to donate, find somebody who does, who has a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop and ask them to donate for you. You can still put it in in your name but it would have to be processed through their credit card we we're not accepting direct donations because it just leads to more problems for Mia in the long run and for myself and it's easier to just go through this organization it's legitimate we had an attorney um donate and you know, being an attorney, he checked it out before he donated. Somebody checked it out, make yeah, sure that because he wanted to, to make sure that his donation was going to be uh, uh, that we were going to receive his donation and that it was a legitimate organization. It's helped countless people do uh, reach their goals in terms of health. Again, some people have had stem cell transplants taken care of because their Medicaid won't do that. Uh, uh, heart transplants because Medicaid or their insurer wouldn't cover it. Wow. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit uh, off mic and leading up to to this HelpHopeLive.org and, and, and the story about Mia. And then Mia was just, a, I mean, I, I know her personally myself. I mean, she's just nice, young, Nurse, everything, and she just well, she just had a stroke. Yeah, just just uh, you know, we were blindsided by it. Um, when I found her in her bedroom floor, the on a Monday evening, January 9th, twenty seventeen, it was um, indescribable. But. Um, it took me just a few minutes to realize she had had a stroke. 
to call 911 to do what we needed to do. And after having a stroke, she went through two craniectomies. She survived that. She's been in and out of physical therapy for years. And so this arm, again, we were told about this arm through through her physical therapist and occupational therapist. So this is going to get her closer to living more independently and returning to hopefully returning to nursing in some capacity. And so we're excited about it and of equally of equal importance is the opportunity to use this organization to help other folks that we know that are being denied services through their insurance uh, providers. Uh, this will be an opportunity if they're willing to do the work, this organization is willing to work with them. And I am definitely willing to help you write your story. When I found out about it and the first one, the first thing they said is, well, you know, we got to have Mia's story. Well, I thought you take talking to the right person. Yeah. I wrote a book about yeah, it. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you to get I the got, right one now. Yeah, I got the story. And stories do make a difference. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm willing to uh, allow this to be a springboard to... Mia, myself, and all of those who support us to go out and help other people. Because there are a lot of folks falling through the holes of sick Not cracks. care. Not cracks. Everybody talks about the cracks and the gaps. I'm talking about holes in the what what they call, the powers that be call the healthcare system. I call it the sick care system because healthcare ought to be about helping people stay healthy and prevent illness. But our system looks at after the fact and it's beginning to look like they'd rather see you sick than healthy. And so this Help Hope Live organization is, is the beginning of us putting, uh, ma making our dream of getting her the dis this device a reality and the beginning of us helping other folks make it a reality. But somebody so, else can benefit as yes, well. Yes, Just knowing that this information is out there. Yes, because I did not know about it prior to um, the appeals for TenCare and Medicare to pay for the device. And, and you said you, you got turned out three times? You had three, three, three appeals. appeals. Two of them with legal advisors. Um, we were turned down. This couldn't help. This wouldn't help. Medicaid not going to help. was not said this is it. The first appeal, we met virtually with a judge and some folks in her cabinet. They denied it. The second one, we, we, we tried to get before a judge again because we were denied due process. We never got there. The third, with an attorney filing the appeal for us, we never got there. So it left me with no option because, again, my goal was to get the device and not necessarily, not necessarily battle with Medicaid because I know it, it, when it comes to the to the healthcare system, the wheels of justice turn ever so slowly, if they turn at all. 
and I haven't seen them turn at all in four decades. Wow. As a matter of fact, I just saw them reject the Affordable Care Act's billions of dollars offered to every state by President Biden. And, and so that means that you're not even trying to get the wheels of justice so, in health care to turn. So the state of Tennessee, they just... They just, just refused, refused it. Accepted. The governor Haslam back in 15 appealed to legislators to accept the Affordable Care Act, which went into place in 2014 under Obamacare, uh, President Obama's administration. Okay. This state refuses that. And, and so in 2020, uh, Biden reached out and appealed again, refused it. Ridiculous. So the wheels of justice are not turning. I'm working with the Tennessee justice system to see what I can do to do some advocacy for Mia and for other folks, because I know people personally in the family, outside the family, who are being denied services because they have insurance, but the insurance does not cover what they need, or there's about 16 0.4% of the folks in this state who have no insurance at all. Adults between the age of 18 and 64. And this is based on 2019 statistics. I'm pretty sure that since the pandemic, the numbers have grown. Uh, because least. people have lost jobs, left jobs, or there are those folks who are working and can't afford to pay a four, five, six hundred dollar a month premium for one individual, let alone what it costs to insure a family. Wow. So we're blessed to, that Mia has insurance. I'm blessed that I'm retired with insurance, but that's not enough. Right. There are way too many people out here who are not in our shoes and struggling and yet Mia has insurance but she can't get what she needs that would help her regain her independence but they would quickly stick her in a nursing home and pay a lot more than $60,000 in one month to let her lay there. That makes absolutely no sense no. to me. No sense to me. And I understand how it works. There are different pockets of money that flow through the, from the federal government to states. And states generate pockets of money. And they designate where that money goes. But at what point does common sense kick in? And we're in the heart of the Bible Belt. Tennessee. And folks won't do the right thing by people who need assistance with money there that says, take me and use me. Let me help somebody. Right. But this is the Bible Belt where we claim to be Christians. Isn't it the mm. Christ-like thing to mm. do? When the abundance is there and you refuse it, this that makes no sense it. to me. But it pushed me to say, okay, I'm going to stick with the goal to get my child this device and to use it as an opportunity to help others. And that's what it's about. So I'm grateful to help HopeLive.org for uh, providing us with the assistance that we need to 
raise the funds and i'm grateful to the folks who have already begun to donate and again if you have ten dollars and access to a smartphone a computer a tablet a laptop if you got the smartphone and you don't know how to use it ask your five six seven year old they'll tap right into it so quickly <laughs> you you'll be scared that maybe they doing the wrong thing Woo. just ask a child and they'll lead you right into making a ten dollar donation if we could get six thousand people to do that she would have this arm and who knows you know, you don't wish bad luck on anybody, but you know, if you live long mm. enough, things happen. And in the healthcare field, they can happen so quickly that sometimes they leave you off guard. Mm. And so if you ever are in a situation where you need help, an organization such as this one is there to help, and I am for as long as I can, as long as I have life in my body and I'm mobile and I can think for myself, I'll be out here uh, as an advocate for folks who are falling through the holes. Because it is, it, it's, it's one thing to fall because the opportunities are not there. Right. But the, it, it's totally different when it's an opportunity and our leaders refuse to accept it just because. That makes no sense to me. Wow. Hey, this is Dr. Clark, along with our guest, Ms. Myrtle Russell, on Old School Company. Cowboy, he just decided he's just going to listen in today and just keep the audio in the green. We like to always show some love to our sponsor, Mr. Paul Reeves, and that's R-E-A-B-E-S, the author. He has a handbook. Credit Repair Handbook, all you got to do is simply type it in Amazon or Google, any book outlet, and get that book. But we always appreciate him sponsoring us. We like to show love. Also, here's another book, The Insurance Secret Revealed. As soon as you buy that book, go to Amazon, any book outlet. As soon as you get that book, you will save some money immediately. I promise you, your house insurance will go down because you'll have the language you need to go in there to talk to your insurance agent. Your car insurance will go down because you will have the knowledge you need, the language you need to talk to your insurance agent. I'm telling you firsthand experience. Once you buy the book, it just saves your money all together. But uh, make sure, Arthur, Mr. Paul Reed, that is our sponsor for Old School Company. Again, our special guest today was Ms. Myrtle Russell. We'll have her back on again. She gave us some insight and you all have a blessed day, and just know this, it's another beautiful day, and as always, life is good, you just have to have something to compare it to.